When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. The search. I'm in the zone. I'm on Just for me, no eye conditioning cream relaxer system today created in part by mother, especially for their daughters by Proline. The jam, <laughs> the That's anthem. Right. Just That's right. for me, I used to want one so badly because of the commercials. Because it was the thing to have. We ain't even gonna get started on the cassette tape that came in the box. But now, <laughs> why do I you remember that? <laughs> that? That damn cassette tape. I thought that this was the perfect opportunity to revisit that gem of Black American history, right? Yeah. So <laughs> just for me, perm box and commercial and jingle was something that was a central part of my life and my upbringing as a young man. And I wouldn't even have no damn perm, but I knew every <laughs> word to that song, okay? And I thought that uh, it's something that has actually stood the, tip te- stood the test of time, excuse me, mm. and become quite evergreen. Let's take a deep dive for Black History Month, shall we? Let's start off. I want style, body, and shine. Mm. Now, this is something that can be interpreted as whatever the hell you want it to be, speaking to all types of hair being beautiful, okay? Including black hair, all right? What'd she say? A look that's totally all mine. Promoting a sense of self, autonomy, owning <laughs> your space, okay? Come on. Mm-hmm. Hair so soft, silky, and free. That can be straight hair, curly hair, kinky hair, whatever. It can all be soft, silky, and free. And free speaks to having control of your autonomy and being able to do whatever you want to do. And now... I want hair so soft, silky, and free. I want something just for me. Individuality and once again promoting control over your what? Autonomy! So shout out to the Just For Me jingle for being ahead of its time, promoting young girls and anyone who was interested in getting that kitty perm in their hair, you know, and whoever you are, it was encouraging you to be yourself and be an individual. And I think that that's a great message to carry through from one black history moment to this black history current moment. So with that being said, and goddamn understood, J-U-S-T-F-O-R-M-E, the friend zone, <laughs> your weekly look into all things mental health and mental hygiene and mental wellness, because who in the hell wants a musty brain? I know. I don't. Friend don't. Sante don't. I'm really tired of saying that, but I'm never going to stop. Hey, <laughs> friend, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys today? I love this color on you, Dustin. So vibrant. Thank you, Thank you so much. <laughs> it's, it's orange, man. a.k.a. not on. Ha! Thank you very much. <laughs> Wait, let me check. With, oh, you're just Dustin Ross today. Okay. I'm just Dustin Ooh. Ross today. Look, That's for, it, now. for now. For now. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll, for now. I'll, check, for now. I'll check your Zoom name mid-episode. That's right. So. Let's not get too comfy because <laughs> so. it'll change on you. 
<laughs> Does anyone have any announcements to make before we get started this week? Uh, I do not. Nothing pressing at the moment. How about you, friend? I always live for y'all's little smirks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, first, I want to thank everyone who attended my class at Miriam Hosnea's New Earth Mystery School. It was yeah. the attachment. Yeah. Yay! It was a course titled Attachment Versus Authenticity. Two-hour course. Incredible. My favorite part was seeing uh, people from Friendzone in the chat. I was mid I was mid conversation and I happened to look over the chat and I saw someone say, You a good woman. And then it said dust <laughs> and then it said Dustin Voice. <laughs> and then of course that prompted everyone to be like, Friend zone gang gang. You know, it was just so cute. I love when that happens. So thank you to that, all of you who paid and attended and hung with me for two hours on a Sunday, as well as those of you who bought the embodiment box collection that we dropped as well yes. after class. It's sold out already. Y'all always do this did. to me. I'm just Hottest so, commodity ever. So grateful to y'all. So thankful. If you're not sure what that is, because you might be new to the show, it's a limited edition box collection of essential oils and flower essences that I created with one of my best friends, Miriam Hosnea and her resonance apothecary brand. So we drop it normally in the spring, in the summer and in the fall. So this is the first drop of the year and you guys always sell it out in 24 hours. It never fails. We're so thankful for your energy and excitement over it because it really is an amazing product so thank you for loving it as much as we loved creating it um and yeah that's it that's it just wanted to, to send those thank yous out before we got started asante yes. you have the black business of the week for us that's right as per usual i look at all the emails and submissions that we receive this week i want to shout out give a special shout out to sarah rivera um she submitted this black business this week it's called black to yoga oakland um what a cool name okay i like that sarah, sarah rivera is what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you meant the black the business to yoga. Is cool too. The business is cool too. But Sarah Rivera, I'll be telling everybody, mine, what's your name? Sarah Rivera? I go by my first and last name at all times. I'm mad. This is the moment I had Sarah when I first Rivera. read the email. <laughs> okay. Sarah Rivera. And that's on what? Sarah Rivera. <laughs> Sounds like a resort or maybe like a line, a clothing line, you know? Sarah Vera, shoes. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? A, a line. Accessories. I love it. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, my God. Do we have the episode title already? <laughs> I'm sorry, but naming our episode Sarah Rivera would be amazing. We have to do it. It's happening. That's well, it. Well, Sarah Rivera, girl. <laughs> She's like, it's wow. Today. <laughs> What's Sarah Rivera say? Now, why am I in it? You see how I get pulled in it? I ain't even do nothing. Now, why am I? Now, why is my name in it? I guess it's Sarah Rivera, motherfucker. That's why. <laughs> well, Sarah. Your mama don't be so creative and witty and, and timey. Sarah Rivera. <laughs> Sarah Rivera writes in, I just started my 200 oh, hour yoga teacher training. And in my research for by POC yoga studios to learn. So I study from here in Oakland. I found black to yoga. Black to yoga is an affordable is a, an affordable yoga studio with yoga classes held both online and outdoor for Bay Area residents taught by black teachers every day. Their single classes are ten dollars and online monthly membership, which includes unlimited live live excuse me, unlimited live stream classes and pre-recorded classes is only twenty five bucks a month. 
making wow. it very accessible to the community. Their IG is at Black to Yoga. That's spelled out B L A C K T O Y U. Excuse me. Damn, I knew I was going to fuck up. B L A C K T O Y O G A. Black to Yoga. Uh, in <laughs> case you want to take a look. Y-O-G-A. I actually it's looked funny at their. To say that. Black Y O G A A. Listen. I was on their uh, Instagram. And if you're if you just like looking at black yoga instructors because you would like a, a yoga instructor of color, uh-huh. I suggest you going over to the yoga and that's black to yoga. That's their Instagram. Again, if you're in Oakland, <laughs> you can't. I'm Y'all, trying to. <laughs> he done kicked up his leg in these little shorts. <laughs> Look, he. he got... What are these shorts, Dustin? Hey, yoga. Some little running shorts. I'd be comfortable because, you know, Zoom from Zoom is shoulders and above. Shit. <laughs> Don't y'all love wearing running shorts? Oh, I love God. running shorts, basketball shorts. I love that. You I mean, friends, straight up. <laughs> friend like Travis got straight up. Like, that was amazing. The flexibility. I hit that yoga pose, baby. <laughs> Flex anyway, in action. <laughs> shout out to Sarah Rivera. That's a yoga studio out in Oakland, but they're doing them online, pre-recorded classes, or you can go in person if you're out in Oakland. Black to Yoga is the Instagram, and it's all spelled out. Please check them out. I can't get over the leg in the air. The like leg the straight up. <laughs> and then he he gonna get I up to do the other poses. Like this is about to be. He was finna do the whole sun salutation. <laughs> like how am I supposed to survive? Shout out to yoga with it. Shout out to all the yogis. All the yogis now. He said yoga with it. Shout out to all the all the nogas. Y'all know why I call them nogas, don't you? It's a mashup. It's a mashup. Oh God. Okay. We got a new noga. I had to wipe down my glasses. They are foggy. Wow. This noga don't know how to act. Thank you, Asante. I will definitely be checking out Black Me too. to Yoga. I love it. And shout out to you. Oakland. And Sarah Rivera. <laughs> and Sarah Rivera, yes. So are you ready to jump into the recap segment? Please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Asante said, please. So last week's episode titled, I Don't Want to Be Blocked by You, Keisha. Oh, Dustin. Oh, Dustin. <laughs> Dustin brought the Don't Fuck With Cats true crime docuseries to the hot button segment a lot of you were traumatized and a lot of you had a lot to say who stood out to you asante well friend i was out there in those soundcloud streets were you out there too friend you better not take my comment all right well friend i would like for the ladies to go first and i want you to go first because i don't want to okay, take your it's the long friend. one it's that long good juicy one okay so, no, i ain't going there but go ahead okay okay <laughs> so s said hi guys my name is sheila And I just want to say I love this podcast. Y'all always put a smile on my face. Sorry, English is not my first language. That's all right, Sheila. That's all right. Right? So about Luca Magnata, it was huge in Canada, mostly in the province of Ontario and Quebec. My school got shut down because a teacher showed us the full video. We didn't ask this dumbass. She said, Damn, we... Canada got to lean on me, school. <laughs> Could you imagine? Dangerous time. Been spending most of our time. <laughs> Remember oh when God. the teacher would roll out the big belly t- uh, TV on the little roll on that thing? cart? Ooh. Hell yeah. The little yes. cart. 
Yeah, you know, imagine them rolling day. that Ooh, we out. We revisiting that cart this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so she says we didn't ask this dumbass, but he put the video on during our class. At first, we thought the teacher was showing us porn. Like what in the hell? But shit, it was a full out murder. The video is even worse. This motherfucker put a piece of this poor guy's body in his mouth and then gave it to his dog, too. The school ended up doing an assembly to do damage control because they didn't want our parents to sue them. Anyway, the teacher got fired, but I'm still traumatized till this day. I can't get those images out of my head. Anyways, I love y'all. Just wanted to share my trauma. (laughs) We love you, too. <laughs> we love you too. Wow, so we got a first hand experience of students experiencing this wow. while at it was wow. happening. Not the teacher showing that in class. The teacher probably couldn't believe that shit. The teacher probably didn't even realize what the error that they were making. They probably was just like, Can y'all believe this shit? Look. <laughs> And showed it to the to the students. The teacher forgot where they was at. Hell, you got a motherfucker eating cats on the goddamn screen, and that might make me forget where I'm sitting. Too. Y'all, y'all see this? They probably y'all see this shit? Can y'all believe this shit? That's exactly how that happened. <laughs> okay, Asante, what was your comment on SoundCloud? I want to just give a shout out to B. B's, B's comment is Dustin. No, I'm just kidding. He actually commented twice. Oh, I was like, kidding. I know that's just kidding. His comment, he commented twice, but his comment under that is bingo, friend. It really bothered me that they were more upset about killing of animals, about the killing of animals than a, of a human being. I just Man, wanted to revisit that. I still can't get over because that Because that part. was really the worst part. Like, I knew it was called Don't Fuck With Cats. So, you know, I knew it was going to be about some harm done to animals. But the fact that it they were hiding or that there was this thread of this murder here and this person being dismembered and their parts being sent out all over the place. Like, how was that not at least its own episode? You know, I know it's just a three-part series, but they could have talked about way more of that than when they included the damn footage of luca randomly in las vegas like because they didn't even tie that thread all, all the way around not to say that it just made it seem unbelievable or anything of that nature but there was so much more humanity they could have given to this victim than they did so shout out to me for that that was just another thing that we had to revisit dustin what did you find out there in those twitter streets yeah see <laughs> the first tweet i want to share with everybody <laughs> came from at jay's time at underscore j-a-y-s-t-i-m-e whose name is Jaslyn, according to Twitter. But, you know, it's Twitter, so who knows if that's the actual <laughs> who name. Who knows? But the, Jasmine's tweet says, it's 2 a.m. and I'm thinking about nursing school with the with the uh, angry face emoji. And, that, and she tagged me in it. Not so, her you, So you know what that means. Problems If it's in the 2 home. in the morning, she think about baby. She read, she got one foot in <laughs> and one foot out. Okay. So shout out to Jasmine. Well wishes on your journey, girl. Mm. Okay. Ooh. Now. I want to give a shout out to also, hold on one second. I'm sorry. I'm I'm scrolling right to it now. Keep scrolling, Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. What? Keep scrolling, 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 scrolling. Come on. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, Mrs. Grotkey at underscore, underscore, BHB, underscore, underscore, who tweeted, my cousin did a fried chicken sympathy arrangement. And as you guys can see on the screen, it is literally a sympathy (laughs) arrangement with a paper mache-esque skillet with fake chicken pieces in it fry and it is done to commemorate the death of someone i have never felt more seen in my life 
I'm absolutely interested in this. I would like a pot of greens and or oatmeal. Thank you. And then the last tweet, speaking of food, that I want to bring up comes oh from Veronica God. Miracle, AB7 Veronica. She's an anchor and reporter in Los Angeles. And she tweeted, I can't believe I'm saying this. A maskless customer was turned away at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in Pasadena tonight. So he came back with a gun, held up kitchen staff, and robbed fried chicken, waffles, and syrup. This is per manager and police surveillance video coming. So, you know, immediately I was like, I know this motherfucker <laughs> came back up to Roscoe's and held them up for chicken. Y'all oh, baby. <laughs> the next tweet says, here is surveillance video of the Roscoe's chicken and waffle robbery. This is where it gets good, y'all. The guy walks in with a gun through the back to the kitchen. The guy told the cook, quote, put the chicken in the bag, end quote. <laughs> I can't make this up. Here from the cook at 11 p.m. on ABC7. <laughs> so that's a couple of things in there. First of all, put the chicken in the bag. <laughs> that right there in a robbery. I swear to God. I can't I said, if this ain't coming to America, remember when Samuel Jackson held up McDowell's and coming to America? Yes. <laughs> Who the fuck is this asshole? <laughs> Talking about uh, Eddie Murphy. I'll be forced to test you. You. That was this, I said, who held up the Roscoe's chick? Where say, has anybody seen Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> then the last line in the in the tweet from Veronica Miracle, AB7 Veronica, ABC7 Veronica said, hear from the cook at 11 p.m. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Hear from the cook took me out. <laughs> hear, from the, hear from the cook at 11 p.m. <laughs> Well, I need it to be 11 p.m. Yeah, I just snorted. Woo! All right, and that's it for me this week. All right. Well, this week's episode is brought to you by Asante Smith. Go ahead and take it away and let us know what's happening because we're going in blind. We have no idea. Okay. Well, like Edda James. <laughs> I'd rather go blind. What'd she say? I can't stand that damn Beyonce. Remember what she said? <laughs> rest her soul. Eddie James gave a lot to music, so rest her soul. But she did talk about Beyonce. And then like two weeks later. Well I, I love when that when our OGs go in on the youngins. Somebody um, someone was showing me a uh, interview with Shaka Khan and they asked her, What you think about Ariana Grande? She was like, Fuck that bitch. I was like, Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, but Shaka Khan knew who to speak on and who not to because <laughs> real talk, it wasn't too long after that comment was made, you know. <laughs> Drive the boat, Asante. Real talk. Anyway, <laughs> well, I don't know how I'm going to drive this I'd boat. I'd be parked. It's going <laughs> to. I'd be parked. I'm telling you. I, I honestly am glad that I'm not talking about anything that you are going to know well of because that would make this even worse. But I, I have fear because what I'm talking about is so off base from what we normally do that. Okay. It's, it's really not, but I just feel like the, the this podcast is amazing because we tie together so many threads because it's the yes. friend zone. And as friends, we should be able to talk about any and everything. And I'm there's so scared. much. 
Oh, don't be scared. <laughs> Please don't. I'm just trying to talk fast. The anxiety is for me just trying not to let Dustin get a joke in, which he's going to do anyway, anytime. <laughs> so I want to talk to you today about science. I just like technology and hey, science. Hey, my favorite. It's All right. Carrie Hilson time. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll get there. We're not there, but we ain't there yet. We'll, we'll start. I'll start with something light. And we'll move into Harry Hilson. <laughs> We're already getting off track. Okay, so today we don't have to worry about as many devices, as much tra- like technology has been removed at like a, an expeditious rate. I feel yes. like last year we talked about um, last year I did the Consumer Electronics Expo conversation and we talked about the self-driving car. And I was just like, damn. So I had to kind of rewind a little bit. And I know we dipped and dabbled a little bit about pieces of tech here and there. So now we're just going to round up a little bit of some of the things that have become obsolete over time. So I've made a list of the top 10 things that have become obsolete. So we can kind of reminisce a little bit. And then oh we're going to get into kind of you where we're going. You show our age, Asante? <laughs> Well, actually, yeah, kind of, because the internet was really making me upset the other day. I saw those CD-ROMs going around, and then I was a little like, damn, I missed the day, the age of, like, the burning CD, like, the the burnt disc, if you will. Man, um, I still have mine. Well, the, the, the CD was one of the many things that I've included on this list, so we'll come right back to it. So let me just start. The, this is in no particular order, but I'm going to start with number one. The, the one thing that I noticed that's obsolete today in physical form is a calculator. Do Man. y'all remember? <laughs> I still have one. You, like a, like a, a, like a standalone? I do. For real? I, I love that y'all both looking at me like, <laughs> y'all don't have a calculator in your house? On my phone, on my, phone. <laughs> on my computer, <laughs> oh my uh, I can still do a little math, you know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, I have the calculator app, like, you know, it's on the phone and the iPad, all that, but I still sometimes, especially <laughs> when I'm, like, working through t- my taxes, <laughs> I need to, like, add stuff up right quick. I don't okay. It's no, no, no. It's it's fine because it's fine. I remember <laughs> when I was younger. Well, first of all, let's going back to the calculator when we were younger. Do y'all remember them tiny ass calculators that they had? They were only like sundialed or uh, like they would only get the solar, oh, solar power. power. Yes, yes. Like, oh, I do remember those. You can get them at like random anywhere. stores. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like, crazy like because and right. Chuck e. Cheese yes. <laughs> even then you like literally needed to pull out a calculator. So you would get that little ass calculator. But I remember my mom having a, a calculator like what you're talking about, friend, because you needed kind of a record almost like these. If you look on your phone, like it'll do the math right then and there and then it's gone. But like on the paper, you know, it printed it out like how much you had like a running oh, tag. the ad machine. I always wanted the one with the little roll, the receipt paper. Well, I ain't that store. old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mine didn't have the paper coming out of it, but I still do have mine. Well, the paper is clutch, you know. And then the TI-83 when we got to, to school and that shit Child. was, I used to think that was the coolest shit ever, how you could put in the formulas and you felt so damn smart. And the charts, remember when they would do the charts and the graphs? Do you and remember? The games. That's a shame that I used the game. Play games. No, that's not a <laughs> Y'all shame. Y'all remember Drug War? Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Drug War and that TI-83 was so much fun. Outside so of the games, good. though, you know, if you had a test, 
you could put the answers in that calculator. You know, I you can go to your friend. Mm-hmm. You I went, remember that. But nowadays, you'd be like, oh, I, when you pull out your cell phone in school, you'd be like, I'm trying to use the calculator. And the teacher would be like, nah, you looking at <laughs> notes, bitch. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but back then. says, yeah, wow, teacher got a dry old. ass phone. We are old. And we're going to get older. Because remember, <laughs> actually, I'm skipping this around because it was no particular order. But I, I said we was going to revisit that cart. Do y'all remember the damn projectors? Yes. Like the yes. overhead? Hell yeah. That big overhead ass? Project- like they were rolling <laughs> that damn media cart and it would have to <laughs> wipe that thing off. Oh, and it would have a little dust particles right and shit. It. Oh, with that little um, clear sheet that they'd have yep. like yes. lesson plans on and yep. shit. Oh, wow. They don't, do, I guess they wouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, because now, you know, you just hook it up to the laptop, you know, or you can literally wow. get like a regular ass digital projector and that'd be it. You don't have to, I guess it would actually be more hassle nowadays to find that weird that clear hot ass machine the, the hot ass machine and then those big clear lessons or whatever the fuck or using that clear paper to write on and do the lessons do y'all remember well i remember people getting in trouble because they would use permanent markers sometimes to write on that oh screen. yeah and it wouldn't come off <laughs> i do remember that Sharpies in my, my geometry class shout out to miss N- N- oh man i don't remember no. <laughs> i had it it was right there. <laughs> That's what she should have been teaching you, her motherfucking name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck the homework. What? Who is you, bitch? Who is you? <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad I made just a list of 10 because we're going quick, which is good. Because There's going to be a point to all of this when we get to the end of it. But until we get there. Uh, now, especially in a state of the pandemic, one thing that is more than obsolete, it's been obsolete, but people are for real, for real. Well, maybe they step in, you know, I guess for something, but people really shouldn't be stepping in. The phone booth. The phone booth. Wait, do we have phone booths though? Like pay phones? Pay phones, yes. But we didn't but have that, phone booths, booths in New York. Did we, we have had phone them. booths? We had them in Michigan. I don't remember phone booths in Wait, New York. Wait, did we have phone booths? No, we had pay phones. We yeah, had no pay phone phones. Booths. You just I, walked up to it, but I don't I think New York is too dangerous to have phone <laughs> booths. I remember randomly seeing Oh uh, hello. Like Parts of boots in places, but not like full like sections of boots or boots on corners. It was mostly just like the random ass payphone like covered or something. But yeah, even the payphone itself. Payphone. All and that's I remember nasty. I remember in New York, um, you would be scared if you had change left, you'd be scared to put your finger in the little thing because you didn't know what was happening. I remember <laughs> seeing reports on that. It could and be that critters. It could be, uh, they used to needles. say that there would be needles that you could get, you know, pricked by. Like, you just never knew. It was a Russian roulette every time you went to get your nickel. I have two things. So, number one, um, at the Standard Hotel in Miami on South Beach, they have this little yellow phone booth um, out by the pool and, like, the bar and stuff. And it's so Mm -hmm. cool because when you go inside, there's a a directory of, like, um, your senators and congressmen and shit that you can call to request, like, changes for social justice. So they had, like, the the numbers to call for, like, Breonna Taylor. That is not what I thought you were going to (laughs) say. Right. It's so dope, right? I didn't didn't think I was going to see it. Hell, (laughs) that's why I got pictures of it. I'm going to send it to you on my phone. The second thing is... um, you know, growing up, I always heard those stories about, you know, there'd be needles in there. You know, there'd be, there'd be needles in there. Right. Have y'all, did anybody ever find a needle? Because I ain't never in any of the, and I believe they there. I'm not saying it was a, it was, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a fake warning or whatever, but I'm just saying, I never 
fell on a needle, saw a drug needle, like in, in a phone booth or wherever they said people would put them, not just on the street, you know. Yeah, like I would see them on the floor, them in candy but not inside. Right. Yeah. Remember they'd say you you going to get a needle in your chocolate when you uh, went. Razor blades in your <laughs> Halloween candy and shit. You know what I'm saying? i like, damn, what a morbid adult you are. Like, now I'm scared to do any damn thing, you know? That. That's all. <laughs> no, I mean, you right, though. But I, cause I always like heard that, but I ain't never heard. Like, yeah, a, I never, I never seen it. We, we, should do, we should do an episode on black urban myths. Because oh <laughs> I, yep. I feel like we have a lot of those coming soon remember Woo. parents would be like oh they they mix their drugs in with your candy and i'm yeah. like drugs are expensive yes. ain't nobody putting their drugs in no kids ain't nobody saying bowl. to you about your worthers mama you know what i'm saying <laughs> everybody saying to you mama about your worthers and daddy ain't nobody saying to you about them damn starlight mints so what so you know what's wrong why it's in my shit <laughs> oh whoa all right well all that from phone booths that's hilarious um moving in the same direction well i guess i guess i should have included with phone booths like rotary phones and all because i don't really even see people plugging their phones for landlines but i really want a landline i don't know why because i bet nobody will ever call me on it but i just want one I'm surprised they still got them in like for private residences. That should should be some shit only in offices now. But think about it. You know, grandmas and shit still be wanting to. Oh yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Take their calls in the kitchen. They don't want to be on no cell phone. I want a rotary phone just because I think it would be like a nice like piece to have. Like it would be kind of cute if maybe I could hook my cell phone up to it to charge it and like maybe use it every now and then. I guess. Because y'all know, I literally, well, maybe y'all don't know, but I literally will charge my phone across the house and not be bothered for hours. So it'd be just fine to plug it up somewhere. (laughs) And maybe if it ring, I could be, oh, my phone's ringing. I go pick it up like in a charging, like nice, cool little rotary phone type thing. If y'all listening, y'all trying to make that, you know, include me in it. Anyway, um, in this line, I guess I'm going to come in with number four, analog and dial up modems. You know, since we're talking about, since you brought up Carrie Hilson. (laughs) There is no more dialing up. There is no more waiting. Everything is pretty much instant. So I remember, crazy to think about. <laughs> I remember back when things were like kilobytes, <laughs> like megabytes. So the fact that we've gone to and like... you watch them. <laughs> and remember you'd have to watch them load like bit by bit. Oh my God. Like the fact that like today I can load like a gigabyte in under 10 minutes, really under two. And back in the day I had to wait like hours sometimes for like a damn song or image or something oh, to download. I remember that. Oh. Shit would take forever, like two days, but I finally got that remix. And, <laughs> and you would be fucked if the thing went to sleep as opposed to the screen just going to oh, sleep like the whole God. computer. So Your then you, whole shit got fucked up. So or then if the it was Soldier corrupted. Boy. Or you and he renaming the shit wrong. Uh, you thought you were downloading Groove Theory and it was Soldier Boy. The Soldier Boy setup. <laughs> I remember that. The good old days. <laughs> um, along with that, I guess, because all these things are tied and connected, but they all are, they were all separate entities. They all made so much money separately. That's why I'm kind of piecing them separately. Um, the, cause you had to pay the internet service provider for the damn modem, but then you still had to get <laughs> the AOL free disc so you could steal hours <laughs> if you didn't feel like actually paying for the AOL service. Um, I included that, but I put disc in general, floppy disks, CD-ROMs, DVDs, just because... I thought it was so crazy that we used to live in this era where we had to go to Blockbuster, 
which I thought was cool at that time. Like, you know, you would see like the wall of the new releases and shit to now we bootlegging movies. Like <laughs> we could put them on like the CDR, uh, which was just the CD recordable turned into the CDRW, which was the CD rewritable. So you could mm-hmm. put music on there and actually store files on there. And in some devices, watch movies on best. there if you didn't have the DVD writer. It was, and my shit used to be jamming. I made the best mix CDs anybody Listen, on the earth ever made. I don't give that a That used to be the best shit, too. Like, when you had a crush on somebody, you'd make them a, a mix on a CD-ROM or just for your homegirls or whatever. Do y'all remember Netflix when you first signed up that it used to ask you the option if you wanted to um, digitally stream or have them send you the CD-ROM of oh, the to, mm-hmm. I was with them when we was doing the, the DVDs. <laughs> like, yeah, the Like, DVDs. my mom been with them since day one. So They don't do that anymore, do they? I'm going to do that stuff. I think I you still not. can. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think you, like, randomly, I don't know why, but, you know, some people still want to. Like, maybe the grannies at home on the rotary yeah, phones. Yeah, sure. That, you know, because there is still that equipment. And, you know... I <laughs> never mind. I'm I don't have anywhere in my house to play DVDs. No, Me like, no I remember CD feeling drum. like a boss, a kingpin, because I had that uh, VCR DVD combo back so- in the day. <laughs> Ooh, I what? feel like it used to get messed up so much, though, that hybrid shit. That Mine, combo I had, shit. I ain't have no problems. I'm Mine was jacked. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny the that CD you. CD rounds would- of skip and shit. <laughs> The CD-ROMs, I hated like having to buy the little cleaner and stuff because you know I mm-hmm. I the still deal with it with the the PlayStation. So like in the earlier PlayStation uh, game days, they used to sell like the little spray with the little you put the disc in and they would and turn it to like scrub the shit. Yeah. But then it would still like smudge the shit or scratch the shit. Like I hated those days. Mm-hmm. But again, I did like going to Blockbuster just because it was so cool. Just to that was see, fun, man. It was to, fun, and then you know they had to put the media promo up for the movies that were released, so you would see like the stand up posters, and then they would do the little random deals. And then they had youth restricted viewing. I was just gonna say that. Remember the adult section was like in the mm-hmm. back. I don't know if y'all if y'all's was like that, but it had like beads, like a beaded curtain. <laughs> 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 we had a video store like that in Flint, but it yes, was um, and you're it was like, called Curtis Ooh. Mathis. Yeah. You like you knew through them beaded curtains. This one had little saloon different. doors, but I could see under oh, under the bottom and over the top of them. <laughs> <laughs> I might not be able to go in that room, but I could peer across and know it was on the other side. I feel like our blockbuster had the adult section with <laughs> just so the words gross. on them. Like, like there was like a section where it was just like the little blue thing over, like not even over like the porn faces, but it would be like the blue things over some of the titles of them. But then those what about, (laughs) what about, my bad, what about NC, NC 17? That rating. Remember that? Remember (laughs) NC 17? Yeah. And it It was was like like, worse than R, but not porn. Yeah. It was like worse than R, I guess, but, but not porn or whatever. I mean, look. Shit or get off the pot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, don't, I, I either need no censorship or else, you know what I'm saying? PG 13. That's how I feel. You have a decision to make. Make it in full. Yeah. <laughs> um, since we're talking about uh, Blockbuster any damn way and the combo, VHS as a whole, the VHS tape, the Betamax, mm-hmm. all of that, cassette tape shit, if you really want to. Like, 
the whole era of the tape, I think that went as quickly as the C- like CDs and DVDs were introduced. Columbia House, where you would get the <gasps> box of cassettes. Or did they have? Yeah, they have CDs. Yeah, they had CDs. Yeah, they, did. they did cassettes tapes and CDs. And then you pay like 12 cents mm-hmm. and they'd send you that whole box. Oh, I used to live for that. I had mad different names. And yeah, Sony I was about names. to say, you just keep re-signing up. <laughs> keep re-signing up. I had, that's how I built my, my music whole library. music collection. <laughs> <laughs> Shout I was, out to us. Such terrible kids. <laughs> I was just about to say, I was such a bad child. Like, I think I remember watching movies like, well, that was an appropriate movie I shouldn't talk about. But like, just movies where kids were just doing really bad things. Like, whether they were spending <laughs> their parents' money and ordering shit that they were supposed to like not be able to order. So, I remember growing up trying to figure out how to like do things that wouldn't jeopardize my mama. So, I was like, well, how can I order this? But oh, not what a put good in... Kid. Well, not outside of what a good kid. I was just curious and I didn't want to hear nobody mouth. So it was just like, I just needed to like be curious in private. So it was like, I would figure out ways to order the damn tapes or CDs and all they wanted was an email or a name. Like, like that's it. That's all y'all want. And I always wondered how my mom didn't wonder, like how she getting all this shit, all these boxes of music consistently. She just never like put two and two together. Like what is, what scam is this child running on the internet? Ah, the good old days. Um, on do to, you wait, wait? Oh. Do you remember what were some of the cassettes that you ordered from Columbia House? I got the entire Mary J. Blige discography up until whatever year that was. You so are let's hilarious. say ninety nine. <laughs> I had what's the four one one remix. I had me too. Um, the Wallflowers. I had um. So I many had Funkified. Funkified by the Brad. Funkified. One I had in a, a million. Shaq album. Mm-hmm. I had Get a Grip by Aerosmith. Yes, oh, yes. Remember the real McCoy? Oh my God. It, oh my God. I love the real McCoy. The real yes. McCoy, Ace of Base. Another night, another dream. Another dream. Yeah. What a um, yeah. Ace of Base. I saw, yeah, the, saw the sun. And it opened up my eyes. So I had such a range. I yeah. loved it. That was like Thanks the to coolest Columbia shit. House. Thank and you. And it's Columbia their House. fault because they the ones said the shit wasn't nothing but a penny anyway. So I feel yes. like, what is that to even owe somebody? Like, <laughs> You coming after me for seven cents? See ya. And it was so funny because they would give you such a random amount of CDs. Like at first they start off with like something odd, like seven or nine, and then they moved like all the way up to like twelve or some shit. I was like, why are y'all yeah, just I remember 12. giving these That's things I was, away? I was out here. <laughs> Woo! A time. Um, on to right. number seven. <laughs> Since we're talking about a time, the era of the camcorder. Oh, I had one. I had one. I used. Yeah, to, I for remember. Sure. I remember. Um, was that my senior year of high school? It might have been like my junior or senior year of high school. I had like invested in one, or maybe someone bought it for me or something. But I remember videotaping my friends and like creating like a montage of like our last year of high school, and I felt so Aww. cool. Yeah, because. At that time, I mean, I wasn't editing. You had to like take it somewhere to mm-hmm. get it turned into yeah, Media like desk. yeah, like remember we have the small little like it looked like a little VHS, and then they would put that into the bigger one mm-hmm. that you that could adapter. then put right mm-hmm. the adapter piece that you could then put into your VCR, and I felt so cool. <laughs> I thought I was a videographer in, <laughs> like in high school. You and Man. me both. I was part of the uh, like news team, and uh, when I was younger, and I remember. Oh, how cute! 
we had those uh we had those tapes and those tape adapters that you're talking about and i feel like i told this story before but it was back when i got in trouble for playing uh the Aaliyah documentary after she passed at school everybody was like no, this is not appropriate didn't. well we all loved Aaliyah. you know she ran the era so it was like <laughs> Aaliyah passed this was the last thing on bet i have the footage we sharing on the school news today so i had to i had to like put something on one of them little mini tapes to put that shit in no, and then one of the other little class nerds this was like back when we was first learning about the chroma keys and all that shit so yes i know exactly what you're talking about that tape so funny man i wish i could find that tape now but who knows where it is like four and a half years ago right four and a half five years ago i was um tailgating with some of my friends at the cowboy stadium in dallas (laughs) and um long story short one of my friends had organized like the tailgate or whatever so you know naturally super fans of the cowboys i love tailgating at like nfl games shit that's one of my favorite things to do Mm. so all these people had bought tickets to the tailgate whatever so we sitting under the tent you know of course where the bar was sitting there chilling drinking and shit laughing getting sauced it was hot as hell you know what i'm saying it was texas whatever this all of a sudden we see because it'd be like a lot of couples a lot of like family like groups of like couples out of a family like brothers and their wives or you know whatever the relationship is my friend was like i know this motherfucker don't got a camcorder we looked up this man had a not just a camcorder a jvc handheld camcorder with his hand up underneath the thing like this recording like that like that uh picture of aretha franklin with the camera just like that just like that do you hear me and when i was walking around and shit when i tell you we we laughed so hard and for so many hours <laughs> yeah, my friend, I was like mm, not a JVC I love <laughs> I'm telling you I couldn't it was like I had seen a damn ghost for remember real going, remember going to the Wiz to buy that shit like yes. when you go to the electronic section at the Wiz yes. or Radio Shack is Radio Shack still R.I.P. Radio Shack I think they just online oh man wow R.I.P. Circuit City cause that was Circuit one that really City. left Circuit City Circus you know, City. back in the day, I made a YouTube video about I, it called Fuck Circuit City, and it was about how I got hired right when they was closing. No, you didn't. <laughs> I, showed it. I was so mad. <laughs> since we in the oh, and you know what? I didn't even mention since we were talking about camcorders, uh, but tape recorders too. <laughs> like, yeah, I had one because that's we how had I had a talk do... boy. Oh my Cute. god, the talk mm-hmm. boy. That's so cute because that's how I used to do my radio shows. I thought I was Angie Martinez. <laughs> yes, I was young and inspired. Have y'all watched Search Party? No. So what's that? Have you ever watched? Okay, never mind. It's a show on uh, HBO Max. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. The one of the what characters, they looking for? One of the, one of the characters on there. She had a a talk girl, and I was just like, "This is uh, too the pink funny. one." She yep. That mm-hmm. pink one. Mine was silver. We had a talk boy and shit. And I remember me and my cousin Andre, shout out to Andre. We used to record like television. We would set it up next to the TV and record television shows. And then when we would go on road trips, like with our family, we would Stop. listen to That's the show. That's so on cute. Mm-hmm. That's wow. such a good idea. Mm-hmm. We did. <laughs> oh my God. True Genius. entertainment. We did. Yeah, we was bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, this is some these this is still out actually I'm, I'm as i'm looking at what it is but it's really obsolete um polaroid instant cams you know you i st- still love i have a polaroid still, I still great love nostalgia that. by it's cool yeah yeah especially like since everyone's so creative anyway like 
you really don't need the instant camera because there's other workarounds. Like you could literally just get like a picture printer and then like buy sticker paper if you want to every now and then for that or whatever. But yeah. it's just the Polaroid camera. Like it's the Polaroid is a staple in its damn self. Even though you do not actually shake the Polaroid picture, it still it, it still matters, <laughs> you know. So the fact that we just use our phones to take the pictures now and. Even now, not only does our phone take the pictures, it even reminds you. <laughs> it, it pops have, up with look, memories. Look, I have some on my desk. Look, you can't really see probably, but that's you guys. Oh, oh friend. Yeah. I, I remember that. That was. Yeah, I keep that. I don't know who took these of us. I have a ton of Polaroids literally all over my desk that are from our live shows and just different events that we did. I think wow. that was Dallas. Is that what that I know this was Afropunk, like. I have oh, a ton wow. of them. So cute. I love Polaroids. Memories. Yeah, Polaroid <laughs> always randomly just like comes back up every so often and people still buy like I am not gonna lie, every now and then I still pick up a Polaroid camera. Like I remember fifteen years ago buying one. I remember ten years ago buying one. I can think of five years ago when I randomly bought one. Like whether mm-hmm. I just saw it in Urban Outfitters or whether I was actually in the damn radio shack at the time, you know? Very urban outfitters. <laughs> yeah, nowadays. Um <clears throat> also obsolete. MP3 players. Mm, wow. Yeah. Which I mean, one did we have? Well, I know they had like the Zune. The that first came like iPods. a little bit later. Do y'all the remember? IPod, the white mm-hmm. one with the wheel that you mm-hmm. would like. The okay, hold on. Before we get to the iPods, right? And the iPod, click. Remember with click? When oh, you well, we just going like, to do the iPods <laughs> then. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, before we get to the iPods, do y'all remember when like, I feel like, I, maybe because I was young, shit just went so fast. But I feel like the moment I finally like owned my own like full full ass boombox, that's when like CD players came along, and it was like fuck. Now nah, I wish I had like a CD player. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> them in room stereos, them um, what were the Iowa A I W A? I think. Oh that my was god, the product name. Yes. Remember them Iowa series with the three disc changer and Hell then yeah. the two cassettes, and they had the radio and the dials. And, and then shit. they started adding lights to it and shit. Yeah, at the top. It had lights in the top. You yes, felt so fly. I had a dope ass one that was like silver and then the yeah. light was like orange and it was like yeah. blue. I, remember how fly you felt when you first got Teenage that? Teenage shit. Hell yeah. Grown. So imagine Grown. imagine your mama spending Yo, all her money to buy you. Back. Iowa. Oh my God. I got to Google mm-hmm. this. Imagine Google your mama spending or your daddy spending all their money to please you with one of those and then the MP3 player drops. <laughs> Like, I remember I'd finally got, like, my, well, this was, like, maybe two or three CD players in, but I'd finally, like, just got the right CD player that I wanted. It was this Sony, uh, it was the Sony disc player that, you know, it, it was strapping on. You could, like, clasp it in. It was something really cool, really fresh, something I really wanted. And then right after that came out, this damn MP3 player came out, and it was the size of the CD player. Like, it was this tacky-ass disc player, MP3 player. And I remember thinking to myself, like, why would I buy an MP3 player that's going to run out of space when I could just buy the CD player and switch it in and out? Yep, that's the that's boom. Look, the Iowa. Oh, my God. Y'all just took me back. This is the literally Iowa the baby. one I had. Wow. Boom. Wow. That's like a deep memory you just pulled. I remember <laughs> being so... Yo, remember you were so excited? I barely had room for the shit. So I cleared out half of my dresser. <laughs> I had to clear out half of my dress. (laughs) So it had my speakers and shit. And then the other side, like all my hair stuff. I didn't care. I was like, listen, Mm -mm. this is the music room. That's it. (laughs) 
them boom boxes it didn't matter what si- like i remember back in the day still probably being in them radio shacks in the best buy or whatever like looking at those monstrous ass systems not knowing where the fuck you was gonna put them hell not even if you could afford them but knowing you just needed one like it hurt you to know that it was not in your direct possession even if you didn't have enough room for that shit like they were just Men. beautiful the, remember the bigger ones that that were like behind a glass door yes like, the stereo it, the literal ones yes the literal one and it had like a yes. it was like in a box with a whole glass door that you had to like yes. press remember you'd press it and it'd pop open and it pop out it was that magnetic closure yes yep. oh my god you have god. a receiver a record player you have a cd player in there you have a double deck everything um, every format yeah my, it's crazy because my uncle when we were clearing my grandma's house mm-hmm. last week he was he had one and was like you want it i was like man i would take it but i was like i don't have the room for that yeah mm-hmm. not right now i I mean but that is such a time piece i would kind of yes, wish that is. i could i would have room for it it's hard because that's literally what happens to me when um my mom or my sister or somebody they'll find like an old system that i had like the n64 the n64 popped up and i was just like damn i don't know like where i can fit that or how and then nowadays the the cords and cables and connections for tvs and change so much you have to buy like an adapter for the damn adapter in certain cases so i'm just like <laughs> right. i'm gonna have to let this one breathe right um, trying to find pieces on ebay and shit yes yes <laughs> even ebay is low-key obsolete anyway <clears throat> this is going to be the last item on this list and then i'm going to uh, like bring the conversation whole and then we're going to go in a new direction well similar but new direction uh the last item that i have on this list i I did put these in any particular order but it's kind of funny that last year we talked about the uh self-driving cars and this year i'm talking about something that was just as obsolete last year that it is this year but the gps system like that's obsolete Hell yeah. Like you don't need it. I remember when people would buy a car, you know how you buy a car for a specific feature. You don't need to buy a car for a GPS system because you can literally just have it on your phone and, and hook it up to the car, like Waze and all that. And Siri and Google, you can buy a car with you. If you are like within a certain budget, you could buy a, a car with mi- minimal things and just hook up your phone to do most of this work nowadays, which is crazy. You know, it's incredible. Um, and the uh, a way that that technology is advancing now, which I'm sure is no, surprise to you Asante this because this is like your wheelhouse but and I guess no pun intended wheelhouse but like the self-driving cars mm-hmm. mm. they um people literally um so I used to work for a automotive uh brand I'll just put it like that and they were working on that tech for those self-driving cars like a couple years ago and they literally had people driving all over the world like mm. so that they could compile the data they needed for the maps so that the cars would know how to drive. So people were literally just driving and like, um, I guess logging this, the, the drive, the data from the drive, I guess, however they do it. Wow. But that is how that has advanced. Isn't that crazy? The GPS. So the much global- work. I mean, some you you see the uh, Google cars when they drive around, they're literally Yes. And I'd mapping. be running, trying oh, to dodge that you shit. Too? You're going to have me walking into like when my I tell building. You, I run into the <laughs> establishment or I turn around because it just takes one random person That's to just it. be looking for something forever. and they know where the hell you at. Now, where the hell Luca you at? Magnata. Uh, okay. <laughs> Real talk. But yeah, it's crazy. And I, and that's a great thing to bring up because one of the things about the global positioning system, if you will, is it was built to help us, but it also 
I don't want to say we helped it, but we taught it too. Like we were the ones driving around for X amount of time, giving out this, giving it this information or uploading this information rather to the system. So we not, so everybody knows how to get somewhere, but I don't know why at some point, well, I guess I see why, but at some point, you know, automotive people decided to put this technology directly into the car, but now we're seeing the value of, uh, putting the technology outside of the car and or being able to interface outer technologies, if you will. I do remember that though. People having the GPS that you had to mount to like the windshield on that little yeah, space. the Magellan, mm-hmm, the Magellan. Yeah. <laughs> wow, the Magellan navigator. Or printing, or printing it out the from uh, MapQuest. MapQuest. Map Map you really want to take it back if you were a triple A member before you would go on them road trips. You would go get what's called a trip tick. A trip tick used to be when you would go to the triple A office and tell them where you were going, and they would plan out the route for you, highlight wow. like um, like restaurants and hotels, places of interest, points of interest, and it would be like a flip spiral bound map that you would flip the pages up as you drove along your route. Trip tick. You're, you're bringing up some great things here, Dustin. Trip t- <laughs> this this just brings me back to the GPS too because that was like another system if you will like it was a way for the AAA to kind of see it was a way for them to a you know map out you know the mileage used for a car and then b they could also use that with you know local businesses to try to drive business to them by including them in their you know trip tick you know offers or whatever like that so all of these devices uh, networks all these things were used uh, they're all used to interface technology or we interface this technology with ourselves Mm -hmm. uh, with each other and i keep using this term interface and technology because i wanted to talk today now about Neuralink. oh lord (laughs) that's this on my breastfeeding (laughs) (laughs) no elon's elon musk's imagination (laughs) oh shit this motherfucker (laughs) you already know so This is, you know, I've always been interested in like technology. I I say this all the time, but I'm always watching Stargate or some anime uh, sword art online. And I bring up these in particular because they kind of go really hand in hand with this particular thing. Um, Really quickly, unimportantly, but because I it's my interest and I'm going to nerd out for a second. Uh, Sword art online. It's this anime about it's it's, overwhelmed. Animes are so complex, right? The thread I'm going to pull from this anime is that it's about these uh, people stuck in a game for one of the seasons. And basically, they're inside of this Neuralink technology, this uh, nerve gear, if you will. That's what they call it in the the anime. And this nerve gear allows you to literally deep dive and interface uh, virtually inside of these environments. So Neuralink, essentially what Elon Musk has created through his company's... uh, the companies, the companies. I just don't feel like talking about him right now. Um, but basically, like when they had to say his son's stupid ass name, right? Like, we don't feel like talking about all that either. Right. I just don't want to make him the main focus. But what he's talking about here is like some shit that I've seen themed over, over and over and over again. And I'm just interested to see how it's going to unfold because apparently this has been something uh, they've been talking about since, or I think they've been working on since 2016, maybe even longer than that, in smaller increments. But they just started reporting on it in 2017 and i believe august of last year is when they uh did a their most recent implementation um they they did an experiment on humans i think it was just animals and recently actually there was an article recently this month that i will pull up as i'm talking but eventually they're going to 
they're going to experiment on humans and the Neuralink technology. Um, I guess I should give an overview of the technology itself before I start asking y'all some questions. Uh, I'm going to just skim some of this from the Wikipedia because there were too many jokes that came up about how Elon Musk is crazy. <laughs> um, the technology basically is something that he's been working on because he wants to, it's, it's a probe. There's probes he's working on robots and electronics. Now we know Elon Musk because he works on, he's worked on the damn Tesla car and all this space technology. And so he's combined his technology from uh, SpaceX because that's one of the companies that he has listed and they've hired a bunch of neuroscientists from a bunch of different places and they spent a bunch of money trying to figure out how to do all of this. My first question was how? Because in my mind, like I know that computers and things exist, but how are we going to talk to them? But that's a conversation that I am not equipped for. So I feel like by at least introducing these uh, discussions on this topic that we can either get a little bit more in depth or if there's like a ratchet neuroscientist that listens to the show, you know, maybe there'll be somebody worth talking to. (laughs) Not a ratchet neuroscientist. And the reason I brought this up, because we talk about science uh, or science comes up and things change all the time. And I know that we as black people were skeptical about so much, too. So that's why I want to introduce this conversation mainly. But um, you said Carrie Hilson earlier and that took me back to Tequila even and just uh, humans as a whole. You know, once upon a time, we thought that the sun revolved around the earth. Um, uh, Another chapter of time, we thought that the world was flat. Now that we know that, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, science is something that, it and takes... there are people that still believe the world is flat, and we'll debate you on that. So let's honor our brethren. I mean, in the, in the flat Earth realm. <laughs> okay, I, I say that. I mean, I literally just say that to say that you know there are people. Uh... That, that told this man that he wasn't going to be able to to do any of what he's doing. They basically told him that the brain link and doing that computer interface and stuff like. <laughs> see your face. <sighs> okay, what's the hesitation, Dustin? Nothing. Just go ahead. Nothing. No, I want. <laughs> I, I want to know nothing, what the apprehension nothing. is now. I, you know, just Elon. We go from Elon Musk to people thinking the world is flat. <laughs> I, I'm frustrated because I'm thinking about the gorilla glue girl. I'm just thinking about just stupid <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, ugh. But go People ahead, y'all. make the world go, <laughs> go round. Round. <laughs> okay, totally, round. totally unrelated. Ain't so. nobody said people make the world bend corners. <laughs> they said the world go round. Thank you. Totally unrelated since gorillas and monkeys are not the same, but Elon Musk. No, gorilla glue. No, I know, the but I'm saying blue girl. I know, but what I'm about to say is on February 1st of this year, um, Elon Musk his startup they wired a monkey to play video games using its mind so yeah that's what that's what i thought you were bringing up because that's the article i read where they they're basically black mirroring him that episode that you love mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with um what's the actor's name anthony mackie mm-hmm. and, and oh yeah and um, uh, what was it called Swords striking vipers striking, striking vipers. vipers so they're basically doing that right but with Swords the fight. With yeah. the monkey, yeah. I saw if I see a goddamn monkey playing PS5, <laughs> I'm telling you right now. If I walk if I walk With in a room mind, okay. on Curious George playing PS5, I'm <laughs> telling you right now, I am going to be rolling. 
Well, the reason that this came across my desk really is because of the whole like Grimes, Lil Uzi Vert thing, mainly because, you know, Lil Uzi Vert got that chip in his head. And then Grimes said something about we need to get I the chip. I thought he had fell when I seen it. I was like, oh, he fell. I thought it was an open wound. I didn't know it was a pink <laughs> diamond. I literally gasped. I was like, oh, my God. I thought he had like fallen face first on something. I didn't know. Well, all I know is Grimes said, let's get the brain first chip in. They, first they laugh, then they copy. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Trust me. Big as my goddamn head is, you think I'm going to be walking around looking like a Cyclops? I think not. <laughs> oh, we ain't even talked about the implementation <laughs> of what it looked like. So, you know. If I show up to this Zoom with a motherfucking quarter in the middle of my forehead. So, you. <laughs> Y'all ain't just gonna do the show. I guarantee it's gonna we're gonna have some conversations. There'll be another delayed release. Like it's gonna be some shit. Okay? So let's not act like it's just a normal thing for this motherfucker to be walking around with a laceration in the middle of his I, goddamn here's forehead. The thing, here's the That's thing. a pink diamond. I personally I like, think you talking about going down to the pink down at the girls get naked. Down at the pink. God damn it. I personally think it was a cool concept, but I think it's too big. I just think it's too big. Yeah, okay. May, I, okay. What if it had okay. been like a little okay. pink diamond like that? That right. would have been, cool. been cute. Yeah. But maybe not pink. I think or the something. Pink, a gem of it's some so sort. Fle- it's so close to flesh, you know? So it right. would have to be a so color that So it looks like was... a sore or like a yeah. boil or something. Yeah. 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 Yes. It's some kind of gem, but if it had been like a, a little burn. tiny one. Do you remember, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was around high school when that was popular, we used to all wear the gems on our faces. I remember that, Like, yes. that became really big. I don't know if it was, like, Khalees or some singer that made us think it was cool. Maybe Gwen Stefani, I don't know. But we would have all these gems lining up the corner of our eyes. You know, it was just super cute. So that's what it made me think of, honestly. I used to live mm-hmm. off of those gems. I had papers and papers Full of sticky adhesive gems that I would place Keywords, on my face. Sticky and <laughs> adhesive. And not Gorilla Glue. That's who should have been trying to figure out how to get something off because of Gorilla Glue. And now, since we're talking about what it puts you in the mind of, and I ain't trying to, you know, take this thing somewhere it ain't supposed to go. But since we're talking about what the what Lil Uzi versus Jim put you in the mind, I thought JT had got mad at the nigga and put her blunt out in the middle of his fucking forehead. I thought it was some, some DV going on. I was like, God damn, like, because it's no, just the color pink. If it would have been like a, a emerald. $24 diamond. I would have got an emerald or something, or maybe a sapphire or something. Just some, you know, blue topaz hell. Yeah. <laughs> you could get citrine and people think you got snot in the middle of your goddamn face. I don't know. Mother of Pearl, maybe? I don't know. I don't know what to get, but I... I yeah, but shout out to Lil Uzi. Well, I guess he meant it when he said he wanted that way. I want it that way. We ain't know he was talking to the jeweler and the surgeon. It's funny because and when you, know you were what? talking about... Shout out to Elon Musk because he made my Tesla stock jump up the boogie. He made my crypto right. jump. My crypto my Bitcoin. Everything is just it green, green, green. It jumped. The truck jump when they hit it too. Talking about you can't get no dents in it. That damn truck said, ow, and button the glass busted in that window just this fast as soon as they hit it with salt. Well, friend, I so mean. I'm glad that worked. Honestly, I'm glad that venture Elon, worked. he's trying to make everybody's life green, you know, with this chip or with this sure. Neuralink. <laughs> he wants to. Oh, a monkey playing video games with his mind. 
<laughs> that mean that motherfucker was just staring at the goddamn console and more and 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 Luke Kane kicking ass on the goddamn screen while the monkey staring at the damn at the Sub Zero doing roundhouse kicks on the movie while while the while the monkey is staring at the goddamn console. I didn't seen it all. <laughs> God damn it, I didn't see it at all. I didn't see it at all. The Wrangling Brothers then dropped this motherfucker off, okay? Can you imagine if he's playing video games with his mind? Can you imagine what he's going to do to them people at the Universal Circus when they try to kidnap his ass and, take, and put him on the traveling circus? Can you imagine? Yeah, go in that tiger cage if you want to. That monkey going to send you straight to the jaws and so, the saber teeth. Elon oh, Musk, Jesus. his team, they implanted, they implement, they implanted, excuse me, a wireless chip into a monkey's brain that enables humans, humans as closest relatives to play pong. Wow, that's uh, that's cool. I guess we've already got like a monkey with a wireless implant in their skull and the tiny wires who can play video games using his mind, and he looks totally happy. He does not look. Like an unhappy monkey, Musk said. No, that's who Nene was talking about. That's a low down, dirty monkey with a wig on. That's the one. That's the one. Nene. Le- that's the one. Nene Leaks was talking about back in the day. That's a low down, dirty monkey with a wig on. That's who that is. Last August, Musk released a video of a pig named Gertrude whose brain activity was monitored on a screen. Gertrude, what's she doing? They they finna teach her how to make greens and shit and, 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 and candy hams and Unless shit. Unless she gonna jump in the greens, Gertrude gonna take her ass in that kitchen. Okay, you try to fuck with her if you want to. The bitch can play play uh, Mortal Kombat and cook. What you think she gonna do to you when you try to turn her into bacon? So Gertrude okay. was the pig that they put it, they put the chip in back in. The hooves get to moving, please. <laughs> You can literally rub the pig on his snout and we can detect we can detect exactly where you touch the snout. Experimentation on animals is a precursor to bringing the power of computers to human thought. Writes TechExplore.com. So so clearly the goal in this is to see if we can start like working through our minds, moving. Yeah, he wants to make superhumans, (laughs) but he also wants to cure ailments like uh, deafness and blindness and. Maybe yeah, some I'm sort sure. of like <laughs> mental illness, you know, because, you know, it's the chip in your mind. So, and so OK, here's, so here's a question for y'all. If if he, you know, through all these trials, years past, this becomes a thing that's like regulated. It's working. It's not you wouldn't be a guinea pig if you were to get it. The modification. Would you do it knowing that, like, you'll be able to use more of your brain you'll be able to have certain powers like moving things with your mind or attaching or um, logging into different software without actually even needing a computer or things like that. Would you be down? Hell no. I don't want to be in no fucking recall because it'd be just my luck. You know that first batch? Hell no. I ain't doing that. You think you can move so with your mind and you end up flipping up in the air a thousand times. Oh Hell God. no. Because the shit, because Elon Musk didn't fuck something up just like he did with that truck and gave it to us. We got a fucked up SD card and shit. We got a, we got a, uh, a corrupted SD card fucking with Elon Musk. Hell no, I ain't doing it. Hell no. Imagine it. You think you go, you know, you get cut off in traffic. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm finna show this bitch. You think you finna turn a suburban over, and next thing you know, you looking like, uh, uh, who is that? What's that girl? Gabby Douglas and shit. Hell, hell no. <laughs> Hell no. What about you, friend? Would you get it? Absolutely not. Nope. Have you ever seen, uh, or I remember we talked about it before, but did you ever make it back to that show on Amazon Prime uh, upload? Yeah, I did. I didn't finish it because I kind of lost interest after a while. But it was like, I get it, you know? I feel like that's kind of where we're headed, especially with this type of Neuralink research and trials. So Dustin, this show on Amazon Prime is called Upload, and it's um, it's no just... thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I, I'm just, you know, what I'm saying, well, just to save you. Just all right, to well, save you, friend, friend. I ain't even gonna let you. Well, listen, you ain't even well, for, to go the, for, for those out Basically, there listening, damn, <laughs> you upload your spirit, and based on your class, like how much money you have, you get uploaded to like Tupperware, or you get uploaded to like. Oh yeah, because I forgot Paradise. the folks that didn't have. They had like uh, remember the they didn't G, have money. They had yes. two gigs worth of space. <laughs> <laughs> so you get uploaded to some bullshit. Ooh, I forgot about and that. And then shit. if you have money though, they could upload you to like paradise, like different <laughs> islands, a resort, fucking Turks and Caicos ass type shit. And so it was just you know another way for classism to kind of take place even with uh, on a on a scientific level. That's what I'm well, like. That's yeah. why you should be a scammer because even if you get caught, they give you the death penalty. It don't matter because you had money, so you're gonna end up in the next. You know what I'm saying? Just so like that's it is scamming now. Scamming is a way to go. Just like it is now. But well, no, I would not partake. <laughs> well, I asked that. Well, I if I don't know if this lifetime I should partake. You you better not get the goddamn <laughs> You better not get Listen, the damn. You if not. it's something like if it's right, like if it's tested and it's been out for a minute, and you be I, a cyborg. I don't necessarily feel like I'd be a cyborg, but I feel like my my physical is not necessarily keeping up with the way technology is going any damn way. So if this would give me not necessarily a boost, but if this would almost give me like a leg in the race to just stay kind of with where things are going, I would consider oh, it. Gee, just we because about to see Asante with Lil Michaela. <laughs> I mean, hell yeah! I'm like, hell yeah, girl, we can touch too, cause I'm on your side of the fence. No, um, <laughs> it would be crazy just because I think about um, the prototype that they first showed was like this little device kind of behind the ear, but then the device they're talking about now is just some shit on top of your head. So I, w- I hell no. The, one of my major drawbacks is surgery on the head. Like that's mm. just one thing mm-hmm. that that's like the one. What major if you gotta thing. go on the run? And these motherfuckers know, got got a GPS in and you. turn you off when you don't Hell do shit yeah. that they need you to do. So that's you why can't, I think you can't myself, get no burner school. You know what I'm saying? You can get a burner phone and throw that motherfucker out there. <laughs> you can't get no burner school, man. Well, Fuck that, well, that's why I think to myself, uh-uh. like, I don't necessarily feel like it would happen in my lifetime. But you know, if okay. the next lifetime I'm here and the shit is fleshed out, I would consider it just because you know, if it's not necessarily fleshed out, but I feel like things that are designed up to a certain standard. Is always met with resistance anyway. There's always somebody out there trying to learn how to hack some shit just because they need to know A, how it works or B, like what the fuck it's really doing. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just really feel like... Yeah, that's the other thing. I'd be worried about my email getting hacked, my bank account. Now I got to worry about my head. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, uh. think about... 
Think about the people older than you that look at us keeping all of our information on our cell phones, our computers, because they got everything written That's out and stored. That's a little bit different getting a chip in your fucking head. I mean, you know today's a little bit different, <laughs> like, but tomorrow it's going to be like, what's right. the difference? It's you know what I'm saying? More, just yeah, just because it. look at all of the devices that I read out that are now obsolete. Like all of those things you can do on your damn cell phone. You can call, play music videos, GPS yeah. your life How away. How quickly you, the landscape keeps changing. So you see the cell phones themselves, they keep changing. Like, you know, the majority of us are, you know, Apple till I die. But then one day if Apple's going to be like, well, bitch, is it really till you die? Like we want to be <laughs> attached to you now. Like we we Ooh. add an Apple, mm-hmm. uh, we're adding the Apple eye device where you put this shit right in your motherfucking eye and you can get mm-hmm. all the instant updates and whatever the fuck you need. So mm-hmm. I just see all of these <laughs> things that have become obsolete. And even though they're still used for a lot of these things. Will it eventually come to we going to just become our damn cell phone or we just going to become the computer because industries are changing. And I see the split, too. Like there are people that are more interested in these technological advances, you know, and I and like you, Asante, you would consider um, being part robot if it'll make your life easier which is what i feel like there's gonna be that split of people that are like i'm down you know like let's Mm -hmm. speed this shit up this is the future it's science it's just where we're at and then there's people like me who are just gonna be like nope i'm going to the mountains with my goats (laughs) and you know like nature versus tech i see how there's gonna be a massive bifurcation just like a split that's gonna show what people's interests are it's sad but it's so true but it's also still very sad (laughs) because like i said i didn't even explain to y'all what the stargate was there was just gonna be too much there's not enough time all i know is wayne brady popped up on episode that shit was funny as hell um (laughs) all, all i know is on stargate they basically i'm a small premise of it they talk about how humans were taken from earth many many years ago and they've been scattered across the planets because um, we were either taken for, you know, experiments or, you know, whatever the various reasons were. But in these different places, mind you, this is all, you know, sci-fi, so it's not real. But I feel like there might be an air of truth, whether it be stuff that's real in this universe or maybe in the next universe if somebody has some of the information. I don't know. But I just found it very interesting how a lot of the technology, they showed how it came from nature, whether it was this device that they had called the Stargate, which was allowing them to connect these wormholes to these different planets. The Stargate was made out of a damn rock material, and that was used to make these really cool technological advances. Stargate, honestly, I'm not going to lie to y'all, that's really why I've been in my science bag as of late, because it's crazy watching how they they make a lot of these science uh, things digestible, like a lot of these theories, but then they also show you a a lot of things that I don't want to say could be wrong now, but... You see kind of the ridiculousness in science, too, which ridiculousness could just mean the shit is right. And you kind of have to let go or because we don't have enough an understanding of it or it's a ridiculousness because we just don't want to understand. And I feel like sometimes when we have conversations like these, when we notice those divides, um, I I like to notice the divide and see where it could come full circle. And it might not, like I said before, before with the tech itself, like it might not be this lifetime, but it's just going to be interesting one day to see 
when the nature and the tech comes together and how that's going to look like if it's like, all right, well, people are going to agree to do this because, um, you know, or we're, we're left to do this because the, the earth is, you know, becoming unstable. So if a lot of us decide that we're going to go to sleep and be in stasis, but we still going to be safe in this pod with our brain, we're going to volunteer to do that. So other people can still live and smell the trees because those people are watering mm-hmm. the earth and keeping it alive to keep it running. So we can, you know, have the knowledge to be great humans and X, Y, and Z, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where my brain is always just scattered across all these different theories altogether. So that's it for the science roundup. I mean, I just wanted to round up pretty <laughs> much you. how we're going from the iPhone to the Neuralink or potentially and Don't see if y'all want to do it and y'all not trying to do it. So nope. <laughs> I nope, mean, I, nope, nope. y'all know me. I want to strike some vipers. That's all I'm saying. Shoot. <laughs> And I'm going to leave it right there. Okay. <laughs> that does it. Perfect ending. <laughs> Sarah Rivera Vera. Okay. <laughs> hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. So let's bring in the wind chimes. Thank you, Asante. No problem, friend. So, first of all, how has your productivity been, guys? Have you found it challenging? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, I figured. Have you it's found been it challenging? It's 84 years. <laughs> it's been five yeah. years. Have you found I it mean, harder to focus? Yes. Yeah, um, especially because of the weather, you know what I mean? Um, these days are just running in, into one another. It's just been, it's just been a lot. It's been a, it's been a, the whole lot, it's a lot. What about your motivation? Especially all of us have, you know, with we have our work cut out for us with this show because, like we said, I think top of the year, we have some announcements coming next month to show you what we've been doing behind the scenes. Um, but we also have our individual brands. So it's mm-hmm. like a juggling act constantly. So have you found yourself having the proper discipline and motivation to accomplish all of your tasks? I've been working on that. Um, and thankfully, speaking of tech, I've been really taking advantage of setting alarms and reminders in my phone. Yes, for Lord. Things that I don't typically populate my calendar with. Mm-hmm. Um, things that I just kind of rely on my own memory and, you know, um, uh, things being habitual, uh, habitual rather. I've actually been setting reminders and alarms and it's been helping me stay focused. Um, I'm back in the gym now. So that actually starting my days with that early yes. on. You know, that leads to more efficiency and productivity later throughout the day. So I'm trying shit. We all are. We all are. What about you, Asante? How's it been going for you? Um, I have 
so much going on that I cannot get off the ground. <laughs> it's just like, I feel like every time like one thing comes up, 10 things come up, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Of course. I've been trying to um, do, I don't say necessarily YouTube learning, if you will, but I get a lot of my information from the computer. So mm. I always have to like make these like little note files for myself of YouTube videos, like to go back and watch or rewatch. And then <laughs> it's hard because I used to, because I was leaving my house before, like, I used to get up, I want to say maybe two hours before something, but now because things are like right here, I get up maybe an hour before. So like right. that one, well, you know, before that one full hour used to be for the sidewalk. So <laughs> me feeling like even though I'm at home and it's like space to relax because of the weather having me groggy or like cold or whatever, or arguing with the damn postal, like my home being my work is like a blessing and a curse during this season so it's yes it is i just i'm I'm trying to work through this new version of this season because i feel like you know you kind of start to map up how years are going to feel and so this is like we're really on our like one year uh we're coming around on our one year anniversary for quarantine i hate to say the word anniversary wow that's bugged out one year well so I've been reading articles because I'm seeing a lot of people, myself included, have been having, it's like my memory isn't as sharp. You know, now when I have specific tasks that I have to accomplish, it's like I'm dragging my feet <laughs> at this yeah, point. Yeah. Procrastination has been a motherfucker. Like, I think we all procrastinate to a certain degree, but, you know, our work gets done. But I found myself just not as on point as I normally am with things that, you know, I I care about and have to accomplish throughout the days. Um, So I was kind of just doing my usual research and started seeing articles pop up about how our cortisol levels are higher. And cortisol is, yeah, it's a hormone that's basically the body's main stress hormone. Um, It gets released into the bloodstream. And then it fuels our fight or flight system. Normally, when that flight or flight system is activated, it's usually during crisis, you know, and it helps you get kind of on high alert, hypervigilant. But what happens when you're in fight or flight for the entire year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because this crisis, we see no end to it. So our cortisol levels are unusually high. Um, And clearly not going anywhere. So what happens is that our moods impacted, our motivation, even your learning, your memory, your executive functions. They were talking about how Mm. kids are actually suffering from a lot of developmental delays, too. Mm. I'm seeing that with my friends that are parents. You know, the kids have been struggling throughout this year, especially not having that interaction you know, friends, kids play and they hug and they hang out and yeah. cry and touch and take naps. And not even having that is also contributing to the higher cortisol level. Same with us, not just the kids. I mean, mm-hmm. anytime I get some time with, you know, Jade and Crystal, I feel the difference in my body. You know, like mm-hmm. when I leave one of their houses, it's like I feel the cortisol levels lowering And I can see how, like, I even sleep better on those nights. It's so interesting, the things that, like, you might take for granted. Um, Same thing happens when I leave Crystal's house. (laughs) (laughs) I know she just rolled her eyes. I can't wait till that makes it to you. I can't wait till that makes it to your ears, girl. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the problems is, like I mentioned, the prolonged cortisol in the body. So what happens is that it turns this 
normally like protective system into an adverse force that's actually causing a range of emotional, cognitive, behavioral, and physical problems. A raging heart. Mm. It <laughs> is just emotions taking me over. Literally. Um, so it's not a, it's normally a good thing in times of stress, but because we've been stressed all year, our bodies are literally worn out. So I have found <laughs> the guys over here making faces. So I, you know, knowing that is helpful because then what becomes your job is, okay, so what can I do to less, to lower these cortisol levels? So my body yes. isn't washed with this hormone all day. Like Dustin said, going to the gym, obviously, that's a big one. Being more mindful of your sleep schedule, which I know is tricky because when you're off already, not sleeping well, everything's a bit disorganized. I know for me, one of the first things that goes haywire is that sleep schedule. Absolutely. Haywire. Like yesterday, I literally woke up at four in the morning out of nowhere, just no longer had any sleep in me. And then, I, you know, you try to stay in the bed to try to see if you can get it back, but it's just mm -hmm. it was gone. It was gone. And then it threw mm -hmm. off my whole day because then I didn't get that proper eight to ten hours that I normally like to get. So that threw me off. I've been groggy. I've kind of been off, you know, off my box. And that's what happens. So I've been testing out different ways, especially with productivity. I know we talked about the Pomodoro technique. Y'all have heard of it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We mentioned it on the show like the sauce. years ago, huh? I said like the sauce. Like the sauce, so like the tomato. <laughs> so you don't have to do the technique itself like exactly, but you can kind of freak it and modify it to what you need to get done throughout the day. But I did want to tell people about it in case they weren't aware. Um, it's a time-saving and organization technique created by a man named Francesco Cirillo. And you can find more information about him, how he came up with this technique. He even has a book about it at francescocirillo.com, which is F-R-A-N-C-E-S-C-O-C-I-R-I-L-L-O.com. I love this because basically what you do is, uh, the technique uses a timer to break down work into intervals. And traditionally, it's 25 minutes in length, separated by five-minute breaks. So mm -hmm. if you have something to do, I know for me, it's that getting started that fucks me up. <laughs> like, I'll know what I have to do, and it's just that getting started. That, that first little push. That mm -hmm. first couple minutes of just like, Fran, just sit down. You know you got to sit down. You know what you need to do. And I have found this technique to be extremely helpful. I don't always stick to the 25-5. Um, but, but you I'll take do, breaks and you stay productive right what I'll do is take smaller intervals like for example I have found that I get exhausted faster now when I'm cleaning have y'all felt that way like <laughs> yes. I used to be able to clean the house down in a day now I'm lucky if I finish a room in a day like it'll take yeah. me three or four days now to clean the house which is unheard of unheard of usually it's that Saturday morning you Turn on your music, get, get your cleaning products out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. By the end of the night, you know that feeling when the house is clean, you go take your shower, you come back, you put your PJs, you light that candle, that incense, and it's like, ooh. Then you have hot sex. And then you have hot sex and the clean sheets. That's clean. right. So Dirty them up again. All right. <laughs> but I have found that 
I have not been able to clean my house in one day anymore. Like I literally, the cortisol levels are, are high enough that my motivation has completely shifted. Yeah. So, so this Pomodoro technique is actually really helpful because now what I'll do is I'll say, okay, friend, for 20 to 25 minutes, pick up what you see and what you can and break it into those intervals. And this is what I do on the days that I find my motivation to be completely flatlined. Like there's just nothing there. Just 20 minutes, pick up what you can. Those t-shirts that are not supposed to be on the chair. You know what I mean? Those dishes that you can just wash up real quick or put in, or even just put them in a dishwasher. Mm -hmm. uh, the blankets that's supposed to be folded up nicely or, or mm -hmm. thrown over the couch. Like just 25 minutes and then take a five, 10 minute break. And then you can do that technique in however many intervals you need to finish the task at hand, whether it is something for work, whether it's a hairstyle, whether it's makeup, whether it's cleaning, whatever. But not the braids, time. though, because you need to hurry your ass up if you're doing somebody <laughs> braids. Ain't no five, ten minute breaks if you on somebody's head. Hurry up and get them braids done <laughs> so we can get the hell out of here. Imagine you at the salon and she telling you she's doing the Pomodoro technique. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> I'm going to do the palm to your face technique in a minute and slap the shit out of you if you don't hurry up and get down with these braids. But here's the thing. If you follow his traditional setup of 25-minute intervals with five-minute breaks, just doing four of those will give you two hours of work. And one thing I've noticed is that I will spend all day trying to complete a task that when it comes down to it was really only about an hour or two hours of work. Yeah, wow. but oh. <laughs> so uh, I love the technique. I I can really vouch for it. Like I said, modify it whether it's fifteen minutes for you, twenty minutes. And I, I saw one person say that they notice fifty minutes is their sweet spot for intervals. Like they get good work done in fifty minutes, and then go ahead and take a fifteen twenty minute break. Yeah, because an hour is out of the question. No, not an hour straight. I feel like I would pass out. <laughs> 50. So, <laughs> so, you know, modify it to how you see fit and works best for your brain. If you're someone that doesn't even necessarily know what would work well for your brain, I did find a productivity method quiz, and it's okay. on doist.typeform.com. That's D-O-I-S-T dot T. Y P E F O R M dot com. This will help Sounds you figure like out. Sounds like athletic wear. <laughs> this, this will Doist help you figure form. out. <laughs> Doist type form dot com. This will help you figure out the best method for your particular brain wiring. If you're someone that, <coughs> excuse me, see, my throat's already tired from all this talking. If you're someone that likes to work at your laptop or a desktop, and you're more of a visual person in that sense, there's a website called tomato-timer.com, and it basically puts the Pomodoro technique on your screen. Only three buttons. There's a 25-minute interval. Press that when you're ready to work. There's a five-minute break button. Press that when you're ready for your break. And there's a 10-minute break button. And that way you can set that alarm, sit in front of your desk or your laptop, start your work, and then it'll literally beep when that first interval is over. They also have apps. If you're more of an app person that will prefer having that in your phone, there's a good one 
that is called Focus List App. It's a daily planner and focus app based on the Pomodoro technique. And it's a cool way to track your time with your projects. And then if you're old school like me, I have an hourglass sand timer. <laughs> sand in an hourglass. <laughs> it's something for everybody. <laughs> so we got the desktop. We got the app. We have the productivity quiz. And then you have the sand timer for the old fogies like me. I like seeing something. I don't like hearing alert sounds. It's not my jam. But seeing that pretty designed timer with the sand coming down. I have two of them. I have one one that's a 30-minute sand timer. And then you have the one that's the five-minute sand timer. So the 30-minute one is my productivity timer. And the five-minute one is my break timer. They're pretty. I put them on my desk, turn them over, and get to work. You about to make me want an hourglass, friend. (laughs) Damn! I'm going to show you mine. It is so cute. I'm going to send you a picture. So so if you're interested in the hourglass that I have, it's the one that says Orga Nice Hourglass Sand Timer. Oh, they do a little bit of everything on the Orga Nice. You see it? Isn't it cute? Yes. It's such a cute little combo piece for productivity. Most people use it for cooking, but, you know, who's doing that these days? So I... (laughs) So it's organized. I'll spell it out for those of you who need that. It's O-R-G-A-N-I-C-E. Orga Nice Hourglass Sand Timer. Like I said, it's a set of 30 minute and five minute. And I use that for my productivity and for my break. And it's about, how much is it, Asante? Like 40 bucks? $39.99. $39.99. You'll get it in a matter of a couple of days. Literally um, too. Thursday. <laughs> literally too. <laughs> So, and then last one for people that are more of the, like, I need something for my office set up. They have a dry erase board called Mm. the time timer. And it actually has a timer built into it. So it erase all the shit for you after the the, the eraser (laughs) just start moving all over the board after 30 minutes? (laughs) No, but if you... The monkey do controlling that too. (laughs) (laughs) Are you someone who's a list person? Like, do you need to start your day and write down everything that needs to get accomplished that day? I know some people like calendars. Some people have like different methods. I'm personally a list person. I literally on Sundays, I write down lists for each day of the week, week. breaking down what tasks needs to get done on what day. And though I can see how the dry erase board with the timer would be fly because when that day comes, you write down what needs to happen that day, set your timer, click, 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 and then knock each one out. So using the Pomodoro technique of small intervals and breaks. So something for everybody. I wanted to make sure to have different options for you and different tools on ways to prioritize these tasks, break them down into smaller tasks, and then knock them out as much as you can using this technique. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. Just want to throw that out there because I know a lot of people have been struggling with staying on top of everything. It's just hard because it's like you got to keep the house clean. You have to eat. Your clothes has to be clean. (laughs) You know, if you're in a relationship, keeping that the attention on that, your family, if you have kids, 
you're also working, you're creative, you have to come up with fresh ideas. It's like, it's how, and then on top of that, your cortisol levels are unusually high because we've been in a crisis for over a year. All mm-hmm. of this is a lot. <laughs> so whatever tools I could supply that have been working for me, and I made sure that at least 75% of these tools were free. All the apps are free. You know, the Pomodoro technique, obviously it's free. So let me know how that works for you. If it's someone that already uses that, I'd love to hear your feedback. And maybe you guys have other setups or other tips and tasks that you can share with us so that we can share that with our listeners on how you are staying afloat in the age of COVID. And that's it. And for I ain't this trying week. to be too raunchy, right? Before you <laughs> wrap this up, but this is a part of wellness too, because it's sexual wellness. Maybe some <laughs> of y'all that that claim to be so tired, uh, you know, of not, you know, performing something for a certain amount of time. Maybe you can, you know, apply this technique to that too. Oh you know, my god! Suck a little dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> take five. You know, take five. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what y'all complaining ass. Could you imagine? Too. Yeah, shit. Somebody I'll wait was by. like, somebody was like, "Well, I got you on the twenty-five minute." <laughs> yeah, but you're gonna give me at least five. I mean, I sit, I cross my arms and check my Twitter for five minutes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just playing, baby. So, so I just wanted to throw that. Asante just breathing through this. I just wanted to throw that out there, like I said, and hopefully you guys find it useful. And now let's jump into this week's Music Man segment. What you got for us, Asante, back again? This is the Friend Zone. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Big Ben's blessing up the Bentley. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of black again, Cardi B is back again. She dropped I a visual saw, and a I watched single. It earlier called up i i i'm loving it i'm loving everything about the record the visuals the bars cardi b is just out here killing the game and you know i love that hook love everything about that song honestly <laughs> like just how she just hits the little parts big bad busting nothing like like the Billy bad taker yeah. Like the way that she looks when she's dancing on the other girls the way that they all look up on the wall like everybody looks amazing it it looks fantastic and i just want more that's all it, it that's what it gives me i love it did you watch the you behind s- the scenes video on youtube i didn't catch it you watched it I it did was not. so good yeah because you know i, I want love, to though i love seeing yeah i love seeing artists when they're like breaking down how these ideas came to life mm-hmm. and how much of her vision is integrated into the final product. I've always found that. You know how when Beyonce does that, like when she shows like the step-by-step learning the choreography, how she's like designing the lights. And I've personally find that to be the best part of these projects. So she has, so definitely look that up because it's on YouTube. I miss that era of, I guess maybe networks used to do it. And I don't know if now it's up to, 
streaming providers to do it. But I miss that whole era of the artists, uh, the behind the scenes, because you got that inside look, not only to, the, you know, the song, but to see how things are made, like how things are done, like how these effects come up, meeting uh, choreographers and stuff along the way. Like it was just great. There were just great pieces in those pieces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just Truly. wish that I don't know if. MTV and BT don't feel like doing it. I don't know if Netflix that y'all see a window, if YouTube y'all want to add to y'all's premium content or something. I don't know. I just need it back. So thank <laughs> you for that, friend. But yes, Cardi looks great. Um, one of the things that it made me think of when I was watching this visual, because I saw that some of the conversation was, uh, uh, this looks like Megan. They've got the same team, blah, blah, blah. I don't see a problem with that. Maybe I just like too much for the same. I don't feel like I was seeing a lot of the same. I, when I think of the same, I think of like maybe same quality, maybe same type of thing, but I don't think they're the same at all. It actually made me think because you because people place them together so much distastefully, I would like to see them together tastefully again as we got in WAP. I would like to see maybe a tour with the two um, because these looks, this dancing, this rapping, I'm just loving this momentum that is being moved, or the, the, the drive that's happening during the f- women in hip hop movement. I just feel like I always talk about women in hip hop. Like we talked about Cardi way back in the beginning, you know, when she was transitioning from love and hip hop. And I, now here she is still here. Just put up a video on Instagram or Twitter today talking about how she's happy and y'all aren't going to make her unhappy. So shout out to oh, Cardi. I hear that. I, I just know that she was one of those people that was like always on social media and people were like, when's she going to stop? And she is still doing it mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's still working for her. So I just see much love and respect there. Kudos for her and for that. Um, <clears throat> because we're talking about hip hop and we're talking about rap, it's important that we talk about Tierra Whack. I did not mean to rhyme. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she dropped a freestyle on YouTube. Um, she's wearing this hoodie. It says, when I die, don't pretend to care. Uh, she randomly drops a bar about the old bay and brings the old bay across the screen. I mean, there's just so much gold here. Tierra Whack is a treasure. Um, I feel like Tierra Whack gave us like a taste of her. Like she gave us just like a little bit and maybe she stepped back for her mental health. I don't know. I just appreciate the fact that Tierra Whack still has the sauce and she hopefully is going to provide us with some more of it. So she's my fave. I mean, just talented as fuck. Like rapping. And cool. Like She's rapping, cool. so it's one thing to have your own voice, but it's like a whole other thing to have your own brain. And to hear whack the way she raps, you can tell she either has a different galaxy in mind when she's spitting some of her bars, or she just likes transporting people wherever the fuck she's going. Like I, I really appreciate a person that can really bring you in on the theme. They don't just say, "I'm hi, I'm a weirdo." It's like, "Hi, I'm a weirdo," <laughs> and like you can really actually get into it. So I fucks with Tierra Whack. Um, and I love her career because she she's not the kind that's like up every, you know, up in every little thing. She kind of keeps to herself, drops some funny little skits on her Instagram, but she still gets the big looks because she mm-hmm. was part of Rihanna's, you know, Savage Fenty, um, Beyonce, Black is King, right? Or was it Black is King or another project? Yeah, Black is King. Yeah, Black is King. Like she gets the big looks and and then still be chilling. And I, to right. me, that that's like my favorite business model. Someone that doesn't have to do the most, but they get the most. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, she's definitely getting the most. And the way she's spitting, she still can do the most. So shout out to Tierra Whack for that. Um, lastly, I'm just going to quickly tell you that you all should, 
if you have not, since we are talking about YouTube, you know, go to YouTube, check out, T- you know, Cardi's video, the behind the scenes, and then Tierra Whack. But after you're done with all that, you know, and your five minute timer is up and you want to move to the 20 minute side, I implore you all to watch. Well, I actually just implore you all to go to NPR Music's uh, their YouTube channel anyway. But Giveon dropped his tiny desk. It just dropped a few hours ago, so I have not oh, watched wow. it yet. But uh, he dropped his and, you know, I was high and my YouTube was running and they put up Melanie Charles. Um, I'm not familiar with the artist, but Melanie Charles, uh, her tiny desk is amazing. It was fantastic. (laughs) She like soulful as hell. Just if you feel like you want to venture out, Melanie Charles tiny desk is the shit. And if you also feel like you want to rock out a little bit, Miley Cyrus put out her tiny desk a week ago. So there's plenty of things for you all to be tuned into. So that's it. That's all I want to do for the Music Man segment. Now we can get into the listens lately so you all can share what you've been listening to lately. So, Fran, you know, I like to start off with ladies first. (laughs) I still haven't really been on the music tip, but I do have a Friend Zone exclusive. Oh, shit. Y'all can already Mm. guess. (laughs) So the Shindellas have a new single dropping on Friday, February 12th. It's called Money, and it's the lead single of their debut album, which is crazy because they put out so much music. I didn't even realize they hadn't put out a debut album yet. It will be released on all DSPs, like I said, this Friday, this Friday, the 12th. Um, Shout out to Tam, Stacy, and Casey, who make up the Shandellas. And the song is called Money, and this is how it goes.
love everything about the Shindellas. Love it. Love so them. good, love their, right? Their sound. They have a sound now. Like I like I know the Shindella sound. And yes. even though right. they have so much, they can literally do and sing anything in the world. Their sound is so unique. It's not like they're trying to be like a nostalgic throwback sound. They have a literal sound of their own. Like that I just carved I love out. It's yeah. so bomb and they're beautiful. So talented. Can sing their asses off. Are the nicest women. Great souls, yes. Mm-hmm. Like super kind, super thoughtful can perform i love all the outfits the the custom outfits yes. that bria makes for them so super dope the Shandellas money first single off their debut album dropping this friday on all the dsps definitely support them check that out and shout out to claude kelly and chuck harmony for sending that our way hey. our family love y'all claude and chuck love y'all love Shindellas. y'all, love love y'all. y'all. i heard you from the group the Shandellas. <laughs> 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 oh shit I forgot <laughs> classic <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. it for me you know I actually think that's a perfect note to leave the listens lately on I've been working very hard all this week but before I play any random you know songs that I've been listening to in my own time I think that giving that highlight to the Shindellas is really what feels right so shout out to my girls the Shindellas I I'm love here them. with that that's Amen. What I'm fucking with. Amen. Well, then that does it for the music band segment. Now I want to pass it on to Dustin Ross. Please tell us what you've been watching and please tell me it was the Equalizer. No, I'm just playing. Really briefly, not yet, but it's going to be because you know I love me some Queen Latifah. And she's Don't doing it. I'm not saying I'm about no Queen Dana's Latifah. Doing I love it. Queen Latifah. Um, but no, really briefly though, uh, I do want to talk about Love and Ma- Marriage Huntsville um, on OWN, produced by Carlos King. This is incredible reality television, and um, it's always heartbreaking to see the dis- the disillusion of a marriage, to see you know a-, a family be torn into two halves that was once whole. But this is fascinating, riveting television to watch. Melody Holt and Martel Holt are going through a divorce. They're in the, at the beginning of their separation. Um, they have four children, including a baby who's not even one year old yet, oh, um, and he is actually expecting, allegedly expecting another baby with another woman. Um, And that was the cause of their marriage to end. But watching this in real time, watching Melody move into a new home for her family, watching Martel pop up at the home because he really can't even let go of his family, even though they are definitely, you know, about to go through with the divorce. But seeing this happen in real time is crazy. Seeing their emotions so raw um, and real seeing them in the moment melody if you're familiar with love and marriage huntsville and the new show behind every man that comes on own that melody also hosts um that show is produced by carlos king as well and it focuses on the um, wives or spouses of famous industry men um in music and television so and melody hosts that and if you're familiar with her you're familiar with her being very poised very measured um, very um, intentional with her speech, with everything about her presentation overall in the media space. <coughs> Excuse me. And so to see <laughs> the other honest side of her, you know, really letting go and showing up in this, uh, the breaking down of her marriage and family, it is literally fascinating. And shout out to Melody for being, and Martel too, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't have a dog in that fight, that's between them. But shout out to both of them for being, this is really a case where, People aren't sharing their business just to to get attention or to be sensational on the show and get some, you know, camera time. 
This is them really being brave and showing what's really going on in their life. And neither one of them have to. Yes, they've signed up to participate on this show, but the links that they're going and the depths that they're going to with what they are showing and presenting on this show, it's incredible to watch. So I hate to see that happen to them, but shout out to them for being brave enough to um, show it on television. Shout out to all our friends on listeners for um, encouraging Carlos King <laughs> to work with the boy Dustin. I you love know what I'm saying? So on much. all, keep it up. Um, <laughs> and you know, thank you so much. It's going to lead to some beautiful things, I believe. Um, Letitia is still not my favorite person on the cast. I still am a little bit confused by some of the decisions that she makes, but I love Letitia's mother. Um, Kimmy is very matter of fact, and I love that. Um, I'm a little bit over the Scott brothers, but I'll save that for next week. Um, I want to give everybody a chance. We're only two episodes into this season, so it's still quite early on. And uh, you still have plenty of time to get caught up and kind of be able to watch it in real time. I propose, since Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is now going into their three-part reunion, i.e. the end of the season, let's just transition our viewership right on over to the OWN Network and let's watch Love and Marriage Huntsville as a family. I challenge you. Fran I'm down. I have owned to watch the first <laughs> two episodes and let's reconvene on this next week because I really want to take a deeper dive in. Um, I'm going to produce a show actually based on Love and Marriage Huntsville, an episode rather of the Friend Zone based on Love and Marriage Huntsville and a few of the dynamics that are involved. Oh, sick. But okay. In the, in the coming it. weeks, though. Yeah. So let's just, in the coming weeks, let's get familiar with it, catch up with it audience you guys too if you have the time and um you are are able to watch that um please do that as well and then we'll talk more about it and take a deeper dive because much like um well i don't want to say much like the tamar get your life um docuseries because that was a different kind of real but this is good this is this is um it's just fascinating television these black people in huntsville alabama who are so career focused, so family driven, um, but still so beautifully flawed as a cast. And I'm not talking just the wives, but the husbands as well. Um, and even some of the kids and the the parents, the wives, mothers, some of the fathers, mothers, it's just a dynamic cast mm. overall. And it's really interesting to watch. Also Marie on bell collective needs to take, she needs to sweep around her own front door before she continues having something to say to everyone else on her cast. That's another show produced by Carlos King on own. I told you it was Dang about the Carlos women in Jackson, King, Mississippi doing it. He ain't playing with own. <laughs> but um, Marie on bell collective has a son who is, I believe he's 19 or 20 and he has three children all under the age of one. Oh, Wow. Three baby mothers. Marie takes wow. care of all of them. Wow. So, Irresponsible. Um, and he, they just had a really bad argument and shit happens. You know, the blues singer Johnny Taylor, it's one of my favorite quotes. He said, you know, teeth and tongue fall out sometimes. So you're going to have disagreements amongst family. But Marie's son punched a hole in the wall next to her head and they cussed her out and she recorded it and then they went to therapy. So shout out to them for showing oh, them, right. trying to have some sort of resolution. Wow. But she needs to get her own house together because she always has comments about everybody else's lives on the cast. That's all. Um, and so, yeah, thank you guys so much for TV land. Um, I don't want to comment on Nene Leakes and her recent misfortunes with her team. There's a lot of confusion, and it's alleged that um, her whole entire team, publicist, lawyer, um, all her representation, everyone dropped her today. Um, so what? I hate to see that happen. Yeah, wow. Nene's worked really hard, Damn. you know, and I hate is to there, see that Is there a reason that this happened or Nene just a leaks, culmination? Nene Leakes. Leaks, wow. Nene leaks. That's your reason. Give me a reason. It's Nene leaks. So that's what it is. Um, 
And that's it for this week's TV Land segment. Wait, there's more one more on... thing. Yes. Let's thank Bravo. Oh! For highlighting our brother for Black Ooh. History Month. Can't forget that, Thank you Dustin so much. Ross. Come on Shout now. out, shout out to the team at Bravo. Y'all know I love me some Bravo. I watch all the Housewives <laughs> franchises um, except Orange County. And um, shout out to Bravo. They were they recently included me um, as one of the I think there were seven or eight of us that they highlighted on their Instagram story um, in the in the cutest montage video with Dr. Heavenly, Kenya Moore, Dr. Contessa, Candy Burris, Karen Huger and Ashley Darby. I believe that's everybody. Such a cool idea. First of all. Yeah. Brilliant. They named all of us. They they had one of the Bravo libs um, say our name, our, our, our handle on Instagram. So Kenya Moore was like, hey, look at Dustin and then they wow. thanked us and highlighted us as black creators who are Bravo fans and contributors to the brand in some sort some way so very nice surprise um I love Bravo so looking forward to working with them in the future and um it just really made my day and put a smile on my face and shout out to them for being on tone and aware that that is a good thing to do highlighting black creators so who smart intersect so into smart. their world during Amen. black history month so yeah Amen. thank you y'all Thank you, man. That's awesome. And it just goes Woo. to show that you are on their radar. Thank you, Lord. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, we thank you so much. We love you so much. And we will catch you guys next week. Stay thank black you, and protect your magic. <laughs> Bye. Bye.